All right, it's Thursday night. Time to pour yourself a nice stiff drink. Sit down, relax. And this is Sunday Pour. My name is Anthony. Here, as always, with my cousin Ant. Let's bring him in. We're busy tonight. Ant, how you doing? What are you drinking, my man? I got a little Zambuca on ice. Nice. Very nice. I want a little Romana. Romana, yeah. That's the standard standard go-to. I've been off the Romana. I, did, I think we talked about this. I'm on the Zambuca de Trevi. But the Romana is still the gold standard of Zambucas. It's a beautiful bottle. And, uh, you know. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it is. Nice, nice blue. Nice blue and white bottle. Um, I think uh, I usually, I mean, I haven't had store-bought Zambuca in my house in the longest time, but didn't make it this year, so I had to buy a little Romana, and uh, over the summer, don't really make Zambuca, I mean Zambuca, don't really make espresso as much, so uh, it's been collecting dust on my bar, except for uh, the occasional drink on a Thursday night doing the, doing the tape. Recording, we don't have tapes, man, I can't, I can't, it's not a taping anymore, it's a recording. Taping, recording, whatever. <laughs> the Zambuca de Trevi, that's uh it's got its blue and like silver bottle also. Yeah, it's all good. I don't really have a preference. It's just the Romani. You grow up looking at the bottle. Course, and that's yeah. just kind of what you go yeah. with. It's just I like uh, I like. I I'm forget old. where I was a couple months ago, and uh, I think it was like right before all this happened. I think it was my right before my last haircut, before everything got locked down, and I was in a bakery. Yeah, I was in a bakery, and they had the, the extracts, the flavor extracts, but not for Zambuca, for the anise. But but you can make yeah. them with that. So it's like these things are, I mean, they're, they're probably worth a thousand dollars. On they're impossible to find. The place is out of business. I, I need I need to grab them. So I grab was I bought them out. Whatever they had, I bought them all. So I got to. Oh, okay. So we're making it. Yes. Year. Yeah. Wear your mask. We'll be there. That's it, man. <laughs> Wear your mask and bring your ladle. <laughs> Byol. Yeah. Um, I just turned the so I just turned the Islanders on We're up two nothing right now. Power play. Uh, trying to close this game out. Uh, was a power play. Now it's four on four. Uh, <laughs> that was quick. Uh, have you have you seen or heard of Lovecraft Country? No, I have not. Okay, new HBO show. Jordan Peele. Oh, okay, all right. Created, directed, writ- okay. wrote it. I don't know. He's involved. Yeah, he's involved, <laughs> and uh, it's got a sci-fi element to it. It's also it's also got like a racial element to it. Um, so it's a little bit of both. I just watched the pilot. I don't know exactly what to think of it. I'm intrigued by it. I'll I'll stick with it. I'll say okay. that. Uh, but I like to give him the benefit of the doubt. Cause I like what he's done so far. I like, uh, I like to get out. I liked us. I don't know if you saw either. Get those. out was really good. I didn't see us yet. Yeah. yeah. Get out was probably better. They both were a little predictable. I thought at times, uh, but I liked both, even though it was predictable, I thought it was well done. So I give, you know, I give him uh, the benefit of the doubt. So I'm going to stick with this. Uh, I don't even know who was in this what, that I just watched. There was a, a guy in it uh, from White Boy Rick. I don't know if you saw that, but no. uh. I knew him from it, yeah. Um, so that's what I was watching before, so I'm just clicking sports on now. Uh, interesting, though. Interesting stuff. I, you know what it is? That the real, I, I've, a couple months since, uh, I, since I saw the, uh, what do you call it, the preview on HBO, mm-hmm. I guess. I've been intrigued and uh, kind of interested in watching this show. Also, I just wanted to kind of, during, since the pandemic started, 
been been binge watching a lot of shows. Uh, a couple that I've seen already, like The Wire. I showed my fiance for the first time. Nice. And, uh, a bunch of shows, a bunch of shows for the first time. Like, um, what do you call it? The what the hell? Blanket Ozark. I just watched for the first yeah. time. And you um, were against Ozark at the beginning of of the beginning of the pandemic. You were against it, and now, well, where do you stand on that? All in? Okay. Oh. Uh, season three was very well done. It's a, a little bit of a ridiculous show. It's a little bit far fetched. It's like kind of like Breaking Bad light. Mm-hmm. Um, but season three was really well done and very. Uh, it got deep. At okay, times. all right. So I, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be fair and say season three. That's. Was good. I mean, I'd like to watch it. Like, I just I can't. I don't know if I could do that because now I'd be watching it in the first two seasons. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna. I mean, I'm in it for season three. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I know. Come on. That's how I not because I I got that kind of, that assessment from yeah. somebody yeah and uh, so I was kind of waiting around for season three and actually season three kind of did deliver even though the show's a little okay. ridiculous but you know I watched that I watched Peaky Blinders which was eh, right. okay um, so a bunch of these shows and uh, the show I just watched Lovecraft Lovecraft mm. Country just debuted Sunday so I kind of wanted to get back in the groove of trying to old school trying to watch a show in the traditional way of things week gotcha, to week yes. with sports back. I'm not, you know, I don't have much time to binge watch things. So I'm like, let me do like, let me start a show where I can kind of go week to week and kind of, you know, put myself in the time capsule a little bit 20 years ago, Sopranos <laughs> sort of thing. So I was like, let me, yeah, let's go, let's go there, you know, switch things up a little bit. All right. So I guess stick with the let us know. So now I got to wait. I got to wait. Well, I mean, I'm watching this on a Thursday. I guess I got to wait, you know, three, three, four more days to watch the next episode of kind of like builds up a little bit, you know, gets, gets the All juices. Right. Yeah. Hey, I mean, there's no Yankees are canceled for the weekend. So maybe I'll, I can find the time to uh hour show, half hour show. Uh, the pilot was actually like an hour 12. Right, hour. Yeah. So they go, they go over. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm assuming it's yeah. going to be an yep. hour though. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it, man. The, the only one I'm look, only show I could think of that I'm really looking forward to is Fargo's going to come out in October. Oh, for some reason, that. it's going to be on fucking Sunday nights. So I'll, oh, I'll watch it on okay. Tuesdays. <laughs> uh, right? Yeah, during yeah. football season. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, you'll be watching. It on yeah, Tuesdays. yeah. Seriously, man. I don't. I don't know what to make of any of this stuff. Every day, there's something, and now today, hey, this is probably. The news that came out today were the Yankees coming off a three a, a sweep from uh, Tampa, and then having to like spend this weekend with their tail between our legs. I'm like, yeah, we don't really mm-hmm. need to play baseball anymore. Maybe, maybe we could cancel it. Maybe we just call it a season for now. Because like now, it's yeah. like everybody everybody's fucking hurting the Yanks, and and we, just the, what I saw the past couple of days was just atrocious. And today was. Uh, I mean, we, we felt so good for a few innings. Paxton looked great. And then walks a couple of guys, bada bing, bada boop. They're up 3-2, and then they're up 8, whatever, and that's it. That's all. Yeah, I mean, Paxton was cruising no-hitter through 4, 5, whatever it was. And he gave he actually gave up one hit. That was, was the backbreaker, Joey Wendell triple. Or I think they called it a double advance. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. It was a two-run. Two it kind of It was kind of the big hit in the game for the Rays. Um. Yeah, the Rays they make the they make the most out of their hits. I'll give them that. You know what the Rays are like? The Ra- you ever see these people with like the Coleman coolers? <laughs> that there's like tape all over it and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
Like it's not aesthetically pleasing to the eye. <laughs> sure, sure. Gets the job done. But they yeah, right. They just piece it together somehow. It's ugly. They're three hitters hitting like one eighty probably at times. Yeah, Zunino's Zuni, hitting buck twenty. He's got a couple of dingers against us. It's... Mike Zunino's hitting home runs that are opening the game up, making me sick. <laughs> and it's it was actually my first ex- what did make me feel good. I think it was the first time. Uh, maybe weekday where Sterling and Susan were doing the game, which made me feel alive a little yeah. bit, even though they were pissing me off. Yeah, it was nice to have them It's like Yankee, propag- Yankee propaganda, those two, man. <laughs> it's like Fox News, CNN. Like every, there's an excuse for every little thing that goes wrong in the game. This guy's getting squeezed. Oh, and everybody looks good until they don't. Yeah. Everybody's got to tinker with something. Tyler Wade can do this, but he. Yeah, I knew you were I knew you Oh were. yeah, great at bats, great at bats all around by Tyler Wade. Great I at knew bats. you'd be fuming when they were praising the, the potential that Tyler Wade had. Yeah, I actually I actually saw the first couple innings because I was in the gym downstairs, so I was watching on the mm-hmm. TV. And Tyler Wade's at bat just irritated the shit out of me. <laughs> first of all, he swung three and one. Okay. And we're I mean, we're not even giving take signs to guys three and oh. We'll get it to Tatis in a second. Yeah. But if there's ever a guy to give a take sign to three and oh, three and one, even fucking three and two, it's Tyler Wade because the guy cannot fucking hit at all. Yeah. Everything's a weak dribbler or a pop up. The guy had, I can count on one hand how many hits I've seen Tyler Wade get in his Yankee <laughs> career. It's unbelievable. <laughs> okay, so that annoyed me. Um, Adam Adovino, he's another uh, one. I mean, you know what I mean? Can we put, can we put the, uh, to bed the, the theory that Adam Adovino winds down? In August, September, the guy had five months off, okay, and he still can't get. That is August, though. It is August, (laughs) the dog days. I mean, was what was the guy doing? Was the guy just throwing a hundred innings during the pandemic? He looks pretty worn out. Every other day, just coming out throwing throwing gas for twenty five pitches. That's it. He's worn out. Yeah, and you know, I guess Paxton is probably the goat because he's cruising this whole time. Then he has the, the the hiccup in the fifth inning. Oh, yeah, um, man. I mean, he's, he's cruising. I don't, I don't, I can't deal with it. Like he just, you know, walks two guys to start the inning and then and then gives up a shot. And it's just like you got to be able to, you got to be able to rebound. You talked about it all the time with Montgomery being able to kind of pitch, you know, into and out of trouble. We need that. You're supposed to be like a crafty lefty, right? I guess that's looking like our number two more and more. Now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, yeah. Paxton could be our number. To you know, if he's if, if he's going to well, be if he's going to be an opener, yeah. If he, uh, if he doesn't need Tommy John, he might see him in twenty twenty two. Unbelievable, man. Yeah, this Yankee team is like two two more injuries away from being. We can't even call them the Scranton Yankees anymore. It's going to be uh, the alternate site Yankees. I don't know. Yeah, the yeah, so yeah. It's, the alt site. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's ugly. It's getting ugly. It's got and it got ugly in a hurry, and you know. The big three are out. Now Glaber might now Glaber might be out. Uh, <laughs> Thank God, eight teams make the playoffs. I mean, I, I, we might need ten or twelve. <laughs> we might need to expand them even more at this point. Yeah. This is bad, man. It's not. I, I'm a little it's, bit concerned. Yeah, I mean, the, the number one thing is health. I'll, I'll say it again. I said it, you know, earlier this week. Just getting to the playoffs healthy. But obviously, you want to play well. You don't want to. You know, curl up in a ball against the other team that you're competing with in the division, which is the Rays. Although the Blue Jays do look hot, don't look, don't look now. The Blue Jays have gotten hot. They had a big doubleheader sweep today. All right. I don't know if you saw how they won that second game. Uh, I know it was a Guriel walk off. I said I didn't really see it. 
Gurriel was the first game. Oh. The second game, they were down 7-2 heading into the six, and they, they dropped the seventh spot. Jeez. Oh, All right. So the Blue Jays are starting to play a little bit. But, no, the Yankees, are, they're going to find a way into the playoffs, whether they've come in second place or they get one of these wild card spots. Uh, it's The health is number one, obviously. You're going to have to – I mean, at this point, you just expect Glaber and Paxson to go on the, the, the yeah. IL. yeah. I do. Um, LeMahieu has said that he's hoping he's going to come back a little early. I take him more at his word just because it's a thumb, and I think he can kind of work mm-hmm. around that. Judge, hopefully, take out his word, who you saw him running the bases today. Uh, but I, I just Britain's think a big loss, though, man. No, nope. Britain is a big loss. It is, especially with Kane yeah. going. The bullpen is bullpen's very yep. thin right now, especially with the way they you know they won't push the starting pitcher, <sighs> starting pitching. Um, I don't. I just think it's like it's t- it's tough to say because part of me is like you know these are freak injuries, you know it's it's coincidence, but then you know the, there's another part of my brain that's just like it's a culture thing, and not just with the Yankees, but all of baseball. Okay, just you know babying guys and not pushing guys, and um, it, it's constantly like trying. They're planning. For when they're, they're they're dancing around people getting hurt, like just if you just let them fucking play, I guarantee there'd be less injuries. But everything is about rest and like keeping them healthy and just fucking let them go out there and play, man. Like what? Like you're right. It's kind of like the prevent. Yeah, and it's not really working. You got you got a dozen guys in the fucking DL. It's not the IL. It's not it's not fucking working. It's just it's mm-hmm. it's constant and. And you mentioned to me before about like the people are blaming like the restart and it's got something to do with start, you know, starting late and weird times and kind of in a hurry. But this is a constant problem for the Yankees specifically going back. I mean, last year it was the same, same story. People, mm-hmm. people getting hurt day in and day out and just trying to find guys. You're lucky. I mean, Voight's on fire. I mean, it didn't help us at all in the past couple of days. Voight's on fire. Uh, I mean, he's carrying the team, even though he's not carrying the team. Yeah, he's. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. He's trying to carry the team. Yeah, we're, we're not getting shut out, thanks to Voight. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just uh, – at some point, you got to – at some point, either, either it's the player's problem and they're just injury prone or, like you said, it's a culture problem. I don't, I don't know what can be done about it. I don't know what the fucking solution is. But as a fan, it is incredibly annoying to watch these injuries. Yeah, it's maddening. Yeah. maddening is the right word for it, man. Uh, um, and, I don't know, and like, and I, I don't want to go ahead. No, no, go. I, I was going to kind of transition. This I had one question for you, but, but no, go ahead, go for it. No, I was going to say about. I know it hasn't really been much with the pitching, but you look at a guy like Cole, right, mm-hmm. who was pissed off last night for being taken out after 109 pitches. Yeah. I think it was, and it makes me think. Um, as much as I hate looking at Nolan Ryan sitting behind home plate. <laughs> <laughs> For the for the Astros, and I think I remember for the Rangers, him sitting next to Bush during those playoff yep. games. Um, Biggio with the Astros games. Oh God, yes. <laughs> Biggio, um, you should be. Oh, Biggio should be up for deck. All right, you don't like Nolan Ryan's. He's he's a. Uh, isn't he? Wasn't he like kind of a row behind, or am I thinking of Bagwell? One of them was like a row. Oh, uh, it's a good. Yeah, you might be right. I don't. Okay, in my head, in my mind, they're like separated by a couple people. But in the same row, yeah. but maybe maybe it is maybe it's different rows. Yeah. So, anyways, it makes me think because I don't know I don't know exactly what Nolan Ryan's title is with Houston 
or what it was with Texas. But I know his mindset was just stretching the guys out, the yeah. pitchers, hundred pitchers, hundred and ten, whatever, whatever it takes. You know yeah. what I mean, and it just makes me look at a guy like Cole who has no problem throwing over hundred pitches. No, and I'm going to knock on wood, obviously, because <laughs> it could be tomorrow. MRI. Yeah. right. But, you know, never any arm injuries. And you look at these other guys that pitch for the – obviously Verlander's hurt, but Verlander, you know, pushing 40 years yeah. old, you know. Yeah. But, you know, Verlander and, the, and these other guys. And it just makes you think, like, I think he's onto something. With It's kind of like when if you have to run a marathon, right, you don't rest for a month before you do it. You kind of work your way right, up expand your lungs, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like just the way the Yankees take it, not just the Yankees, all, all these teams in baseball, they just baby these guys and, you know, they pussyfoot around and, uh, you, know, you know, 50 pitch count, 60 pitch count. Yeah. And then when it's time to go and pitch big innings, the guy gets hurt. It's like, well, we don't know what happened. It's like, well, I do. Yeah. I, yeah. I have eyes and yeah. brain. I you know never let him throw. It's, I think about like Matt Harvey. Like they never let Matt Harvey throw. Then he goes deep in, in the in the World Series game. Never the same pitcher after that. It's, mm-hmm. it's right as soon as as soon as they try and get get a little bit more out of them, it's too much because they have not trained for that. They're not ready for it. But yeah, yeah I mean it's hundred pitches and you're like ninety nine hundred pitches and you're done. It's got it's got to stop. Somebody's got to figure it out. I mean, at this day and age, with athletes are they know their bodies better than they ever knew their bodies. There's better training than ever before. I mean, figure it out. There's got to be a way to figure it out. You know, I saw something a long time – it's a long time ago, uh, so don't uh, quote me any of this, but it was – they were comparing pitching versus tennis players. It's like the same motion. Mm-hmm. And tennis, tennis, tennis players, when they serve, it's kind of the same motion, and they're going at an incredibly high level of speed. But you never hear any tennis player getting Tommy John surgery. And I always, that, <laughs> no. that always like – I always wonder. I know it's a little it's different, right? It's not the same thing. Yeah, no, it's obvious. But like, you never hear, like, you never hear these guys. I mean, they're out there. They they play tennis how many days in a row during like U.S. Open and shit, and uh, yeah, or like you know not, not in a row, but like you know the weekend week, every other day, yeah. and uh, they're taxing their arms and not never they, have, they never have they're, there's tennis elbow, but there's never Tommy John surgery though. So there's gonna be something in the training, something to do with the muscles, something to do like you said with stretching out and stuff like that. And, but there's got I mean people smarter than us have to be honest, right? <laughs> I know. And didn't we just fire uh, the Yankees? Fire their whole oh, they strength, got a whole new staff and... in there. Unbelievable. Yeah. So there has to be a little bit of uh, you got to hold these guys accountable a little bit. I, I don't know. Like Glaber gets hurt, he's uh. running to first. And, and I was listening on the radio, but I have a feeling he was probably not going full speed. Yeah. If I know Glaber, he's probably jog- jogging it down the, I, the line. I think he might I, not I be very know. fast. <laughs> no, no, he's. <laughs> He's 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 unbelievably slow, <laughs> Claver. Really, he looks like a guy who should be fast, but he's yeah, very slow. Yeah. And so I, I I saw the replay on that I, like quickly, so I didn't I didn't like to examine it. But yeah, did it look like he was going? It looked like he was just or... slow. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, he is. He, yeah, he kind of just pulled up, uh, you know, three quarters of the way down the line. That was it. And yeah, that was it. Yeah, and was, you can see a lot more Tyler Wade. There's going to be a lot more Tyler Wade. Tyler Wade and uh, Tyro Estrada, which I don't yeah. mind, but yeah, a lot more Tyler Wade. Tyler Wade. Although I, don't, although I don't know because somebody in the Mets 
organization gave themselves COVID to try and end their misery. So. They're three in a row. They, they just swept the other Florida team. Well, they were, they were trying to oh, tonight. So, yeah, one more game. All right. It's probably no coincidence that they got it down in yeah, Miami. Some, somebody snuck out and went to South Beach. Yeah, we were taking bets in uh, one of my friends' group, ch- group chats of who it was. Who do you think? You had, to, you, had to put a, you had to put a dime on. Who do you think? Well, I can't blame Cespedes. <laughs> he would have been the number one. Uh, for sure. Guy. For sure. <laughs> um, what Met escaped and gave themselves COVID? <laughs> Let me think about this. Edwin? Edwin. Yeah, Edwin was a big one. Yeah. Edwin was. I think that was the first one said. Not by me. I wasn't my pick. Dom Smith? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it could have been Dom. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of a guy who just wants the season to end. I Familia was on my was my pick. Oh, Familia, <laughs> yeah. I could see I could see that. He did did he get roughed up last night? Or <laughs> something? He already tried to blow it, I think. Something like that. And they ended up coming back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my pick. <laughs> Familia. I, books on that. I mean, my guess is they're probably gonna try at best, to play Sunday doubleheader, but I'm not even sure that'll No happen. way. No way the Mets play this weekend. No way. Mets are done for a At week, least, you think? Yeah, has to be. Yeah. Because then we play them the following weekend, too, and then that might just be like a doubleheader weekend. You know, two doubleheaders, Friday, yep. Sunday. Yeah. Something like that. that might be <laughs> what we had. might be what we're looking at. I can't wait to use pitching <laughs> that weekend, man. It's going to be I, nuts. Yeah. We're gonna have nobody. <laughs> That's it. I don't even, and I don't even know who the Yankees play on Monday. I guess it would be. I think it might. I think they might play. Have to go down to Atlanta, so they'll probably end up with COVID down there. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I think I, I think I saw that. I have to look that up. I think they're they're playing Atlanta Tuesday, Wednesday, and they have off days Monday, Thursday. So they do have a few off days there to make some games up, but. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta, Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Commi- yeah, not looking, not looking good. Yeah, commissioner's got to, uh, I think, on the fly here, man. <laughs> Make something happen. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, man. Been an ugly week. So when, uh, when do you think this, the calls start coming to the fan for uh, Eric Kratz to start? <laughs> yeah, I know, today. man, yeah. He looked all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the frustrating, the frustrating thing about Sanchez is, I, I mean, his his offense is definitely frustrating because he's hitting, I don't know, one forty, if yeah. I had to guess. Uh, you know, he obviously he's a power guy. He's going to run into one once in a mm-hmm. while. But I think the frustrating thing is you see that these guys, these journeymen who back him up, whether it be Romine, then uh, this year Kratz. I guess Higashioka was kind of – even though I don't really love him. Mm. But we'll stick with Kratz and maybe Romine, who was his backup mm. forever. And you kind of see, like, defensively, those guys are a little bit more polished. I yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, just how they receive the ball. Definitely superior yeah. defensive catchers. Not, well, not, maybe not, and you want maybe San- not with the yeah. arm, but uh, just every- – No, no, no. Sanchez, yeah, yeah. great arm, obviously. Yeah. Like you want those, you want Sanchez to be that. Like I was watching Kratz catch today, and it was I like I, I saw literally two mm. innings, and you could just tell by the way he receives the ball, and he's just a veteran who gets yeah. it. 
And that's the thing that kind of bothers you about Sanchez is you just, I don't, I, I've never, like the fact that he was work, you know, he's, I don't know how many years in the league now, five mm-hmm. years or whatever it is. He's probably 27, 28 yep. years old and he's still working on framing yeah. pitches. Yeah. It's like, yeah. You uh, can see the difference, man. Like how, how, a, how a polished defensive catcher takes the catches the ball. It's the glove hardly moves even when he's trying to frame it. And like in yeah. Sanchez, it's like, he just jerks it all over the place. You could see him moving it like, like, like it's moving yeah. three feet from <laughs> It's very dramatic compared to uh, other guys who are more subtle about it. Yeah, yeah and that and that, that's how those guys hang around. That's how that's why Eric Kratz is Yeah, sure. You know, what I mean, it's not for his back. You know, you know, uh, even with the two hits <laughs> today. So you know, it, that's how those guys hang around. So I think it looks worse when you see these journeyman catchers who are backing up these big offensive yeah. catchers. Or not that there are yeah. that many. You know, uh, it makes it look worse because that's the reason that those guys are sure. in the league. But Gary Sanchez. Sure. Gary Sanchez going forward, unless his defense vastly improves, you know the only way he's hanging around into his late thirties is at the yeah. DH. It's not going to be as a catcher. No, I don't. I'm not sure that he could play any other position on the field either. I don't think you could, I don't think you ever see him at first. He doesn't look like he's uh, too fleet of foot. No, he he, did he come up base. as a catcher? Was he always a catcher? Was in the, in the minors? Did he have another position? Was he something else? Uh, yeah, you would think, <laughs> um, did he come up as a different position? I feel like he might've a third baseman or something. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I'd have, to, I'd have to look that up. I'm not even sure. I, I always knew him as yeah. a catcher. He may, he, he may have came up maybe like his first year, like a real young kid or something else. But I think he's been a catcher for most, uh, most of the time. I will, I will say I, I did like what I saw out of Cole, man. I, I have not seen that in a Yankee, in a Yankee uh, dugout in a long, in a long <laughs> yeah. time. And that was, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I wish he pitched a little bit better or whatever, but like just to see him fired up, pissed, wanting to be out there and pitching, that's something I haven't seen uh, from anybody. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know from who. I mean, you see a little bit from Boone last year. Savages in the, you know, my guys are savages in the box. Yeah, but that's yeah, not yeah, really, yeah. you know, that's nothing compared to what I saw yesterday. Yeah, no, I, I liked seeing that. I knew he was coming out too. Uh, I forget who was coming up, but you just knew. Even like Kay said it, like that he's coming out. This is yeah, last Lester batter. coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Met Meadows yeah. maybe. I don't know. Um, and you, I, you knew he was pissed. Mm-hmm. Uh, even before Boone, Boone came out there, he was mouthing something in his glove. Uh, yeah, no, it was good to see. It was probably like the last time you've seen a guy really mouth off. I mean, Mussina did it a couple times to Tory. <laughs> um, he 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 was never shy about speaking yeah. his mind. Uh, I mean, obviously Sabathia had to wait to sure, yeah, I kind of throw his opinion around. That's true. Yeah, LCC yelling at other teams and stuff, walk off the field. That was always fun. But yeah, it's been, it's been a while since we had uh, an ace like that. I, obviously, besides Sabathia, you know. But Sabathia was more towards the end of his yeah. career. Yeah. But it's been a while since we had a guy like in his prime yeah. like that kind of Fire, fired up and <laughs> flipping yeah. up. I like, I like no, no, it was good to see. Yeah, I need that see. man. I need some of that. That's good. I like yeah. good signs for Cole. And maybe he'll scare Boone next time into leaving him in. Yeah, hopefully. Which he probably should do. Yes. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I don't know. Did, is Boone's probably more scared of uh, letting down Cashman than, than Cole. True. He probably is more scared of Randy Levine. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I got to tell you about the time I was in. I was insubordinate one time in Little League. Okay. And I, and I swung through a three and zero count. All right. Like Tatis did, and I did not hit a grand slam. <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> I had a line drive at the shortstop, <laughs> and he caught it. Ah, oh, uh, well. Oh, would you? How many? How many laps did you have to do for it? I don't know, but he came back to the dugout screaming, "My coach." <laughs> 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 I got such a good piece, man. I hit it right at somebody. Oh so, so you just you just missed it. You didn't ignore it intentionally. No, I ignored it intentionally. Oh, nice. All right. I just, I mean, it's, sometimes that's the best pitch you're gonna see, man. Three zero. You yeah. One. Yeah. Uh, yep. I like to think we went and won the game, but I have no idea. Um, you could have rewrote history right there, but yeah. now it's now it's known. We have no. We it's not not in the books. So. Right. So I'll, I'll give my quick synopsis on the Tatis thing. It's really quick. All right. The, the issue – right, there's, there's, I have a problem with, like, everybody involved here. First of all, the Rangers coach, just shut up. Stop being a little bitch. You're getting killed. All right. Chris – was it Chris Woodward? I think X, so, yeah. met He needs Util- to just pipe yeah, down. Utility man, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the real issue here is the Padres coach – so he gave, he gave the take sign. The, the, the yeah. take sign. Right. He should like. I understand he's upset with Tatis being insubordinate, which is a fair critique. But that's something he has to keep internal and kind of like have his guys back behind the scenes. Sure, sure. And then when it's all said and done, like have a closed door meeting with him, be like, "Look, man, if I give you the take sign, you got to take it." Like I had your back out there in public, but especially when the take sign result is ignored and results in a fucking grand slam. Yeah. I don't care what the score is, man. A grand slam is always good. It's always good. There's yeah. not one scenario where I'm like, ah, I really wish we didn't get that grand slam. If, if, the worst thing that is for you as a manager is the happy accident. He's like, ah, well, look, yeah, have a little talk. Say, look, I gave the take, worked out. There's a reason for the take and all whatever it might be. But, I mean, the, you're right. Like you said before, man, this is a league where stooges are swinging at everything, no matter what the count. I don't have a problem with, you know, one of the best young players in baseball <laughs> yeah. taking, taking a hack. And it's not like, you know, it, it was a good piece of hitting, too. It was a little bit outside, took an opposite field. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's, it, it's, not, it's, not, it's not his fault that the guys couldn't fucking keep the Padres off base. Right. And especially with that Padres bullpen, as we mentioned. Although they've been hot since we recorded last. Right. But even still, with how offenses are in baseball today, there is no piling it up. No, I know. I no, I agree. It's 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 tough. You got to kind of score as many runs as you can. I personally have a bigger problem when, uh, like a when you know you're leading off the ninth inning, let's say bottom nine, and you're down four runs, and somebody swings three and zero oh leading off an inning. Right. That, that makes that's sense. That's when I that's when yeah. I have a problem with it because I think the managers don't have enough balls to put on the take sign there. Like, yeah. for example, Aaron Boone, I'll pick on him just because he's our manager. Sure. Like, I feel like he wouldn't have the balls to tell his guy, like, look, you're not swinging hair. Yeah. I Whereas see. I feel like as a manager, as a guy who's, you know, staring the ship, needs to be like, look, we need a base runner here. Don't swing. Even yeah. 3-1 maybe take, you know? Like, Depends I, who it is. Yeah. yeah. And I think that is lost on baseball, kind of like the time and place, situation, you know, game managing is kind of lost. In this case, uh, you know, 10-3, like, whatever. The game, I'm not saying it's over by any stretch, but, like, you know, 
I, I don't no, have a problem with what he, what he did because you're just you're just you're, you're piling on like who cares, you know? And there's no but there's no strategy in him taking there. There's no strategy. No, it's, it's, it's just not, one of those but, like it's one of those unwritten rule things. Yeah, but is it unwritten rule though? This is one that I, I'm I'm all about the unwritten rules. Mm-hmm. I'll stick I stick by certain unwritten rules, and that's why I don't mind guys getting brushed back and stuff like that. But is it unreal to not pile it on? I mean, it's, like I said, like, like I said before, it, yeah, like runs very, in it's bunches. very like old school. It's very old school. Like, uh, right, but I'm saying like what if Tatis takes there, next pitch, you know, it's, it's, a, like a, it's on the corner, and then all of a sudden he grounds the double play and ends the inning. Right. And then next, next, maybe the next inning, their bullpen can't get it together. They load the bases, and they give him a grand slam. They're fucking Rangers right back in very, the game. Yeah, very possible. Very possible. Yeah. With it's, 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 yeah. it's just how the game is today, man. People can score runs in bunches. So there's what's the unwritten rule is to not embarrass your team. And that's understandable. But it's not like he was doing fucking cartwheels around the base paths after he <laughs> yeah. hit the dinger, right? He didn't he didn't go he didn't go take a leak on third base like he was Odell Beckham scoring uh you know a garbage time touchdown to bring his team within four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. All right. It's it's it, it, I don't understand what the unwritten rule is here. Except for they, they, somebody thought they shouldn't pile it on. Chris Woodward thought it was piling it on, and that's the only, that's not unwritten. Like I'm sorry your feelings were hurt, Chris, but grow a fucking pair. You got on your pitchers and have them fucking, you know, keep small villages off the base paths. Yeah, Chris Woodward. Chris Woodward needs to relax. He's the last person to be saying something, man. He should be having a talk with his bullpen and his pitching overall. If he does, if he's yeah. not happy, yeah. The cry, um, the cry, the crying is what fucking bothers me the most, man. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. You have a problem with you have a problem with it. You you could put one in his back next time. Mm-hmm. I get. I, I mean, and then and then you open yourself up to getting drilled next time. If, you know what I mean? Police mm-hmm. yourselves. Don't go crying to anybody else who will listen. And who? And I don't and think, who do they throw at? Was it Machado up next? Yeah, Machado threw. They threw behind him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, I can understand wanting to throw Machado, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, no problem with that. I have <laughs> no. no problem with throwing Machado. I, I, un, unrelated to the Tatis at bat, yeah. I, I, no didn't realize, I didn't realize it was Machado when I saw the replay because I was like, oh, it's kind of weird they're throwing at the two-hitter yeah. you know, next when they're mad at Tatis. Yeah, uh, yeah it's just it, – to me, it's a blip. You know, this story will go away in a second. It's – it's oh, like there's a lot a there's a lot wrong with it, you know, from should, all should, angles. Both managers are wrong. Shouldn't I mean, even be a story. Shouldn't no, it should it shouldn't be a story. Yeah. Uh unfortunately it is, and we're stuck talking about it. But what is what <laughs> should, what should be talked about as a story is what happened to Tom Brenneman. Not what happened to Tom Brenneman. What Tom Brenneman. Poor Tom Brenneman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened to him? <laughs> what Tom Brenneman did last night, it, 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 Inexplicably dropping a homophobic slur. Yes, the uh, wrong. He dropped the wrong f bomb. I'll tell you that. Yes, there, yeah, he could. He could have came back from one of them, but not this one. Not this one. No, no, sir. Reed Tom. No. Uh, I got. I. I don't want to really talk about what he said or like what it means. Like, obviously, don't say shit like that. Yeah. But uh, what? Like, what does a guy like Tom Brennan do now? Like, where does he go? Where does he go for work? <laughs> oh, I mean, there's a few places. He can't. That's, oh, that's, that's a good point. He, that's true. He will find a job in some some news. Yeah, well, he does have a good voice. I'll give him that. I remember him calling games. Uh, he, I remember him calling the. I'm pretty sure on Fox. That's how long he's been there. 2001. Okay. The Yankees A's division series. I remember him calling that series. Yeah, I'm pretty really, sure he yeah. called the flip play. 
I could be, yeah. He was. I'm pretty sure he called game five in that series. So he's, it's amazing how long he's been around. I think I looked up how old he was. He was 64, I want to say. And obviously his father, Marty Brenneman, mm-hmm. who's, you know, the legend. Mm-hmm. Marty Brenneman hates Joey Votto. Did you know that? I did not know that. Why does he hate Joey Votto? Because he think because you know Joey Votto for most of his career was a three hitter, and yeah. he just thinks he went up there kind of like very passive, like looking to get on base and walk when he should have been kind of a masher, RBI guy, home run guy. Yeah, it was, Votto's got a very dis- disconcerting eye. Yeah, yeah, and he's actually leading off now, Votto, which actually may be a better place for him with a, a guy like with that approach. Yeah, well, he hits a lot less home. He didn't had didn't hit a lot of home runs in his heyday. No, he definitely. Definitely not hitting a ton of home runs now. Yeah. So, so Tom Brenneman, who was actually – he was the voice – I think he was the voice of an all-star baseball game back in the day, like 05 or something. One of the games I had had Brenneman and Steve Lyons. Oh, yeah. That's right. I remember Lyons being in one of those games. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Who's, okay. who's, who's kind of a dork, Steve Lyons. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, who, so, Brenneman, who's <laughs> – Steve Lyons, who was just known for pulling his pants down on first base one time. Right. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, could you name how many teams Steve Lyons paid, played for? Oh, you got it up there? No, I'm bringing it up. I can name two off the top of my head. Tigers, right? Um, and the that Angels? was not one of them. Tigers and oh. Angels were not one of them. No, okay. He, he did not play guesses. for them. Okay, so, all right. All right, I only had I only had one. He I thought he played for the Dodgers, but I think he was just a broadcaster. Okay. How many teams did he play for? One, two, three, four. No, okay. Uh, let me get one more guess. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with. Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. It's the teams I'm thinking of, I can't picture Steve Lyons on. All right, the Rangers. Uh, no, this is the only okay. team I got. The Red Sox. He had three stints with them. Jesus. Okay. And then White Sox, which I don't remember. He had four-year, five-year stint with them. Then a quick stint with the Braves, quick stint with the Expos, like a half season. I think the Expos is where he pulled his pants down. Was it? I thought it was the Dodgers, but I, he never played for them, so it wasn't them. Oh, my God. <laughs> 250, wow, what a... 252 career hitter, 19 home runs. Oh, wow. Memory How did career. he get, like, his job? Did he just have the personality? That has to be it, man. He just probably talked to the right people, hung, yeah. hung, around, hung around the media, you know, and then on his way out the door, yeah. said, oh, yeah, let me just stop in here. Let me see if there's any jobs available for me. And then, is he still calling games? Is he still around? Um, I'm not sure. He actually got in trouble himself with Brenneman back in the day. <laughs> for what? Um... <laughs> They were making fun of a Mets fan who was wearing some sort of special glasses, and the guy turned out to be blind. Yep, that'll do it. Well, yeah, okay. and uh, I actually have his Wikipedia page up. He's got a little—he's got a little bit of a resume here for making insensitive comments. We went from picking Lyons. on Tom Brenneman to going after Steve Lyons, but fuck it, I'm—I'm I'm yeah. all for it. Yeah, let me get, let me hear oh, the Steve Lyons rap one, sheet. Here, I'll, I'll give you the one about with—I'll uh, work my way back. I'll start with the ones he did on his own. He made an insensitive <laughs> comment uh, on multiple occasions about Hideki Arabu. Wow. Implying that it was okay if a Japanese journalist's camera was smashed by, Je- by Arabu because as an Asian journalist, he must have half a dozen spares. <laughs> Jesus. <'Cause... laughs> Is that like a, 
It's a, it's a camera joke? Is yeah, that... it's a camera joke. It took me like, it took me, like, I was like through the punchline like and I still, I didn't get it, but then I got it. That's It sounds like a Rodney Dangerfield joke or something. It does, it is. It's actually a little bit witty, actually. Uh, but you can't be saying that. I, I think that's like a joke from Caddyshack. <laughs> oh, Wong, what are you doing? It's a parking lot. Yeah. Sonny should have said that in The Godfather. <laughs> oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> that would have made that a much different uh, scene for sure. Mm. A, lot, a lot less tense. All right. So he also says something about Sean Green for sitting uh, out Yom Kippur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not even a practicing Jew. He didn't marry a Jewish girl. And from what I understand, he never had a bar mitzvah, which is unfortunate because he doesn't get the money. <laughs> he went a little overboard with the money. He went a little like too all in there. Yeah, I don't think I was like. I, mean, I feel like he should have stopped that bar mitzvah, and then it's funny. Yeah, the money is just like a gift. Like he should have said gifts, not money. Yeah, all right, because money seems it's like a little, you know, insensitive. Yeah, to the and Jews. Lions was suspended briefly and never made an on-air apology. This is back in '04, which you could not get away with not making an apology and graveling to everybody in 2020. Yeah, yeah. All right, this one might hit a. This one might hit a little close to home. August 2006. Oh, no. <laughs> While working in Lions discussed in the, fact oh, no. that he, in the fact that he had to shave his mustache to accommodate owner George Steinbrenner's grooming code. Responding to a comment by his fellow Fox sportscaster about how one doesn't want to cross Fasano, Lions replied, well, you know, Fasano isn't the type of guy who knows a guy that knows a guy. <laughs> that First one all, is a little that was a yeah, little that's that's a it's a reach man like those are both like very easy racial jokes that maybe yeah. would be like you could laugh out like amongst your friends mm-hmm. those are very just common jokes like the camera one was at least a little bit creative this mm-hmm. one, oh, you know, you, oh, you know, you know, somebody. It's like, all right, pal, I get it. Yeah, I know it's a valid last in the last at the end of my last name. I get it, right? And then, and then the and the Jewish one. It's like you're just kind of throwing out, you know, bar mitzvah, dreidel, you know, yarmulke, and trying to make something land. It's kind of lazy humor, Steve Lyons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little much. And then, and then this is the one we're getting back to Tom Brenneman. It was in 2006. They were doing Mets Dodgers playoff game you know and uh division series and they saw a let's see they saw a met fan with headgear on he goes he's got a digital camera stuck to his face and the man turned out to be nearly blind except for limited peripheral vision in one eye and this headgear were, were special glasses that allowed him limited vision with which to see the game brenneman and him later apologized during game three so he's mid- it's amazing the guy was wearing amazing the guy was wearing something to actually help him watch the Mets play. Right, exactly. That's the, that's times have changed. That's, well, it was, they, the it was they had a good year in 06. They, this, yeah, they did. They did. Mm. So when I went to controversial broadcasting remarks on his Wikipedia page, <laughs> I thought we were gonna get a little more than that. And none of it compared to what Brenneman said yesterday. Which, no, no, not at all. Which uh, I, I just I mean, you're in the broadcast booth, and I feel like certain words have to just be wiped from your vocabulary. Not just in the broadcast booth. Like, certain words just have to be 
wipe I mean, in you're, general you're, from saying you're at work. You're, you're at work, man. I don't yeah. say that at work. What are you doing? Yeah, I just want to know what he was talking about. I'm sorry if that intrigues me and that makes me part of the problem, but I just want to know what place he was talking about. I'm very intrigued. yeah. I don't yeah. I, I don't. I don't start to speculate. It's, uh, it sounds like we get ourselves in trouble. We start speculating. <laughs> I know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna speculate, but it's still intriguing. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know what you're thinking, man. Like, I mean, I know the cough button's there, but like, there's just so much risk involved. And you know, I know Bob Euchre was famous for, and I, I don't think Bob Euchre was saying any racial slurs or anything, but Bob Euchre was famous for hitting the cough button. I know Artie Lang detailed that. <laughs> You know, talking about women in the front row or whatever. <laughs> uh, but, like, I don't know, man. You just – that was so careless. And who knows? Maybe he was dropping lines like that twice a game. And this was the Probably, one time yeah. in 30 years that he fucked up and, you know, held down the wrong button. But just to me, it was so careless. And I got to say one thing. It's because it does sound like I'm defending him, so I want to rip him right here. Yeah. yeah. When he came back with that apology – Oh. And said he was a man of faith. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, I don't even yeah, want to know where that was going because he just needed a fucking slap by leading with he's a man of faith. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing, Tom. Yeah, he was he was red faced, and then Castellanos the dinger. <laughs> man of faith, you're a fucking douche. You're not a man of faith. Yeah, yeah. Don't hide behind that, man. If you were man, if you were a man of faith, I, you're not a man of faith, pal. Like maybe go to church. Maybe well, that's what you do on Sundays. At, you know, he was trying to hide yeah. behind that bullshit. What an asshole! Yeah, there's a lot of pricks. And I've always liked to, to I've church always liked him too. Like I thought he was a good announcer. He's got he's got a great voice. And uh, now it's just uh, I don't I don't know. He just come he just comes yeah, he, off like a douche. He was a good announcer. I, I, he wasn't like he was an all timer. It's not like Costa no, stuff. he wasn't all timer. But I always consider yeah. him like he's got a big game voice. And you can't say that right. You didn't mind if guys. He was, you didn't mind if he was calling your game, yeah, right? Man. Big game voice. I will give him that. Yeah. Well, not anymore. Nope, not anymore. Now, now that big game voice is going to be at Wendy's. No, nope. or the XFL. No, the Rock won't hire him. Eh, I think the Rock. No. Eh, the Rock's a businessman. Yeah, he's not getting nah, that. Nah, that's. That, that goes against his personality. But man. think He's about who's watching the XFL. Think about the people that'll be drawn to the XFL. They're not going to give a shit if Tom. I Brennan don't know, man. The Rock is like into that, like social change and that kind of stuff. So he's not going to want. He's not going to affiliate with that. He's going to want to make it in his image, you know. Yeah, I, 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 I just I feel like Rock. The Rock comes from like this, the you know, school, the Vince McMahon school of just making money, and just okay. doesn't All give right. a shit about who's. Working for him, or I, mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't see him take. I don't see him taking a risk that relies on Tom Brenneman. <laughs> doesn't seem worth it. Doesn't seem worth it at all. I feel like it might, if considering the you know, who the XFL, like who their biggest announcer could be. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Let's, It'll let's, be interesting. Let's, let's he's going to end up. He's going to end up somewhere, even if it's like a couple years down the road. He has to kind okay. of like just pay his punishment from society, kind of hide for a little bit, hoping yeah. people forget. Yeah, because that happens uh, for sure. He's gonna, Craig, Carton, yeah. Craig Carton's coming back. Speaking of that, yeah, he's got. I think it's easier his, to come back in 2020 from what Carton did, though. 
Yeah, he's just a crook, which is fine in this day and age. Right. We're, yeah, <laughs> criminal. He's a criminal. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, I think the HBO special is called. Uh, oh right, oh, yeah. When's that come out? Which I can't believe they're doing an HBO special. I think October. I, I can't believe they're doing a, an HBO. I agree. Documentary on it. It's crazy to me. I, agree. I mean, I can't. I can't wait. I'll devour it when it comes out. Oh yeah, like I feel like because we're local though, because we you know yeah. not grew up with Carney. We were kind of older when he came on the scene, but you know we. Yeah. He was so ingrained with, uh, you know, what we listened to AM radio, Boomer and Carton. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if he appeals like on a national level like that, but I guess they're banking on. I think the big, I think my favorite Carton moment was the 09 parade. And we were, I mean, we got up, we bright and early. <laughs> yeah. And we just, we, we, we went to the bar that they were at. I did not make it into that bar. Mm-hmm. But I just remember we had, we had Boomer Carton like on from the time they, they started uh, on the air. When we're at, we're at we were listening party. in your place. Yeah, we were listening in your yeah. place. Yeah, I made it into that place, but they were gone by then. What time? Oh, yeah. Well, we, was, so we got held up somewhere. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. We were at a. God, I don't even know. Yeah, it was French. Yeah, it was, I was going to say German, but yeah, French. Like a breakfast place that had a bar that served beer. Yeah, and Zambuca. There, I was going to say Zambuca. All right. Full circle. See? Full circle. There it there. is. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I was so drunk that. I mean, I hate these like war stories, but I was so drunk that morning. I put my head down. We had drank all night the night before. I got up early, started drinking again. <laughs> you guys put the Zambuca in front of me. I looked at it. I was like, I can't touch this, man. And I put my head down in the bar. And then, I don't know, it could have been two minutes later. could have been a half hour later. I pick my head up, and I look over, and the place, there's like eight cops sitting down eating in there. I'm that, like, oh, well, that's fuck That's not me. an exaggeration. <laughs> there was filled with cops. It was like, it was like yeah. a cop bar, apparently. Yeah. Oh, I just, uh, yeah, I don't know what French cops are called. Otherwise, I would have dropped that line. Well, I think it helped yeah, you that it helped you that it was parade day. So I'm sure it wasn't anything, you know, out of the ordinary <laughs> just, seeing you falling asleep at the bar. If it was just a random Thursday morning, yes, I think it would be a problem. Yeah, you might have been yeah. in trouble there. Yeah. Yeah. Then I just got up and I was like, I need to get out of here and just somehow muster the energy to get outside. That's about as far as I made it. Yeah, I don't remember the name of the Boomer and Carton bar. It was a it was a famous place, like you know downtown in that area. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could picture I could picture it too. I could picture it too. I can't think of the name of it, but I made it in there, and they were already gone. And I no one was behind me. I had like you and you know two other guys, two of our loyal. I was way behind you. Yeah, Yeah, you were way behind. And I ordered one of the um, one of those vessels, the tall vessels. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I'm having I... to drink it by myself. Sorry. Nah, I've, done, I've done worse. I, I, I gave out a few. <laughs> it was one of those tall ones, too. There was like 15 bears in the thing. And oh, I, I think I was, I was carrying it around like it was a rifle around the bar. And I just made, I just made friends with people and, you know, it was handing out bears. It's <laughs> the least you can do, man. It's parade day, right? Oh, it's parade day, man. You're celebrating a championship. Everyone's on the yeah. same team that day. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's world peace, man, for one day in in New York City. That's it. All that right. is it. Well, we don't want to talk about the lottery tonight. Lottery, I don't know. I didn't, I, I watched it. It was quick. It was, it's probably a lot better lottery than I've ever seen before because they try and do it quick. Everybody's on a Zoom call. They had D'Angelo Russell and Steph Curry up there, and then like, I don't know who's representing the Bulls and the Hornets. 
Well, T Wolves got the first pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell's been there for like three months or something. Warriors the second pick. Russell and Towns, not... right in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't get too excited for the NBA draft lottery because in the NBA, there's like already this like ingrained two to five year like development period. No guys really come into the league. Like Doncic is the, the exception because he played overseas and stuff. Yeah. But nobody comes into the league and like takes it over anymore. I mean, one in a million. But I mean, I guess it does happen. But yeah, and like, I, I it just, honestly forgot who. Was even good. It was it was guys who were on teams that weren't even going to be in the tournament who were good. Yeah, not it's nothing new. Yeah. So I don't yeah. even know. It was like one guy from Washington, maybe or Georgia. Like Georgia, I, I think it was Anthony Edwards. Georgia, okay. Goose, um, <laughs> goose. Uh, yeah, I I don't even so I don't even know how to size those guys up if they're one of those like one in a million players or if they're just one of those eh players. Yeah, either way, they're still going to take, you know, so it can be a couple years before they are like an impact player. Like they might start and they might be good, mm. but you're not going to see any, pay, you're not going to see it pay off. And they're, all, they're all so young now, you know, it's hard to come in and yeah. be a difference maker for 82 plus playoffs. Yeah, I did go see the Warriors trade that pick, honestly. Maybe try and pick up a piece. Yeah, I don't know who they can get it to. I, I mean, it seemed like there's a big man that might be available too. I don't know if they're looking for a seven footer. Oh, that's true. Oh, but, you're right. The guy from Memphis. I forgot about him because he he opted he uh, opted out after uh, he, this is pre COVID opt out. The he, old school opt out. The pre the pre opt out where he just said <laughs> fuck it. I forget what his name was because uh, Memphis was supposed to be one of the best teams in the American Conference, and then the center uh, decided to go home. And uh, oh, yeah. they weren't as good. Penny Hardaway. Penny, Penny had some problems there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think he actually – was it Wiseman? Is that his name? Wiseman, yeah. Yep. Is that his name? Okay. Yeah. Um, James Wiseman. James Wiseman. Yeah, he was supposed to be really good. And, I, I mean, I, can't, I don't know how many games he even – I didn't get to see him play at all, so I, I have no idea. He was the guy who was rumored to go to Golden State because they need a big man. So that maybe that is the guy that, that could end up landing. And uh, Lamelo Ball. Oh, Ball too. That's right. Because he yeah. he's playing overseas, right? He was playing in Greece or something. Yeah, and they they've been raving about him how Turkey. good he was. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta I gotta see a ball. You know, make it happen. Yeah, I can't before say I'll believe, be rooting before I believe the hype. Yeah, I can't say I'll be rooting too hard for a ball. <laughs> so, so, all right. Well, we'll get- the Lakers definitely paid like him it. hush money, right? To just kind of start to shut his mouth. At some point, but they traded the kid anyway. So, I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they not. That's a good point, I guess. He did quiet down a little bit, but, you know, like the second half of that season he was there, what was that? Uh, Wait a second. How, what, was, Ball, was Ball there for – Ball was there for a year before LeBron, right? Yeah, because then because – uh, Yeah, Ball, he was, yeah. Yeah. So that I feel like the second half of that year is when he quieted down, right? Because then Ball got traded last year or over the – I forgot how that It was either out. the middle of LeBron's first season or the end of LeBron's first season. I can't remember. All right. Anyway, either way. Yeah, either way, LeBron been, wasn't a fan. 
it's possible if they, somebody talked to him and gave him a few bucks to shut up for a few months. That I mean, that's yeah, that's my theory. Someone paid him because he was on like Stephen A. Smith every other day because oh, Stephen A. Smith God, just cannot find, can, cannot find any kind of material besides that kind of shit. Yeah, Stephen, a, a, look, he, Stephen A. was just happy to find someone that was a bigger douche than him. <laughs> oh, empty netter. Let's, Let's go. Let's go. Series over. Good night. Go. Brock Nelson talking shit from the bench. <laughs> Fuck you, Ovechkin. Goatee, you piece of shit. Yeah, dirty ass. Watch out for some cheap hits here from the fucking Capitals. Yeah, I know. Put the fourth line out there. Yeah, look how Clutterbluck uh, rings some. Oh, man. Letty fucking backhander from the fucking nosebleeds. Yeah. <laughs> it rolls right in. Beautiful. <laughs> See you later, Caps. That's it. Gentleman sweep? Is that what we call it? Gentleman sweep? Five games? Well, gentleman sweep is usually if you lose the first game and then, and then oh, win four in a row. But I'll call I'll allow that. <laughs> gentleman sweep. Give them a game. Let them feel good about themselves. Yeah, now get a, get a, you have 24 hours to get the fuck out of the bubble. Yeah. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Scumbags. I fucking hate the Capitals. All right, so we're starting a new game here on Sunday Pour, a little uh, head-to-head challenge, keep things interesting, a um, little competition going because we need this little something to get our competitive juices flowing. Uh, so I'm gonna, we're probably going to take over this as it goes along. This week's game, I'm going to give – he's going to give me a game to pick, and we have to pick against the spread. We have to pick the, the winner of the game. We have to pick the game. We get a Whoever has the most points obviously wins the game. We'll just do uh, this time. I think we're just making a shot, shot beer uh, bet. So whoever loses will buy a shot of beer at for the other at next week's draft. That'll be it. We have a fantasy football draft. Uh, a lot of our listeners come from that league. So unofficially sponsored by Sunday Poor. Um, I guess this bet is unofficially sponsored. I don't know. Each other. I don't know how that works. Yeah, whatever you want to do. All right. Uh, so, you want to go first? You want to pick, you want to pick the game you want me to pick? Um, so, we could pick anything, baseball, hockey, uh, basketball. How do you do, uh, against the, do, you do um, like against the spread in hockey? I just... Yeah, so, we just got to do basketball, basically? I, can, I guess. I'll, I'll pick a basketball. Uh, let me pick the basketball one. Let's see. Friday, August 21st. A lot of games on this league. All right, I'll give you a game to pick on. All right. 6.30 p.m. Okay. Boston, Philadelphia, Boston, minus five, over under 216. All right, that's what I got here. Celtic Sixers. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm taking I'm taking Celtics with the points and to win. Uh-huh. So minus five. Okay. Yep. Let's see. Two sixteen. Let me see here. I should probably take the over on that. I'm going with the over. All right, Celtics in the over. Okay. All right. Okay, I'm gonna I'm giving you the 4 p.m. Nuggets Jazz game. 
Uh, Nuggets minus one and a half, 218 and a half over under. At, at, at right. the Jazz. Jazz are home team. All right. Well, I have no choice but to take Utah. I go down with the ship here on Sunday. Pool. All right. Took took them in game one, took them in game two, split it. So I'll stick with Utah, and I will take the over because I don't want to root against – I don't want to root against Bricks. Yeah, one bit. Root for – I'm sorry, root for Bricks. I want to root for Hoops. Root for the net. Root for the yeah, – root for the switch. So Utah in the over, and you have Celtics in the over. Yes. Yep. All right, so we're, we're rooting for points. Yes, yes, of course. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh. How do you let, how do you think the Nets have a chance tomorrow to uh, make a little noise down two? Joe Harris is out. That seemed like a little white flag. Joe Harris leaving the bubble. Yeah, fuck Joe Harris. I don't. I don't like Joe Harris. So, um, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I mean, I give him a chance to win a game. I can't. I'm not gonna say. They, I mean, they're done in the series. They're not going to the series, but I'll give them a chance in a game. I'm not gonna wave the white flag on just a single game. Yeah, not they probably won't, but they could win. They can win a game. I mean, I think I, I don't know. I think yesterday was the closest they're going to get. That was backbreaking. I think now it's going to roll over for the next two games, and they're going to head out of the bubble. I don't know. They have a lot of young guys though. Who uh, you know, it's not like it's veterans who are like just going to hang their heads. It's like it's young guys who are going to give it their all. I feel like. Yeah, but it's you're 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 down one zero in the series. You have a chance in that game. You're up most of the game yesterday. You give it away late in the fourth. You have a chance to tie. You had that possession. I just feel like that takes the wind out of your sails. I feel like Toronto could be had, though. Uh, Not in this series, but I feel like in a game, like they could, Van Vliet could have a bad game, Siakam. You know, I mean, they don't have that alpha, and I feel like they could be had in a game. Unfortunately, Brooklyn doesn't have the team that could really yeah, test that th- entire series. I think it was a Nets chance to, to, to have that game, and they blew it. Yeah, they probably did. How about uh, Mavs tied up a series last night? Clips? Yeah, Mavs got the game that I thought. I thought they would steal game one if they were going to steal a game. They got game two. Get, gave it out on the on the Twitter page. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think Dallas could make a little bit of noise. I think Clippers will win the series, though. Um, I just think you know too many veterans. I think Dallas, had, you know, young guys. Doncic is young still. Porzingis is still young. Um, I would say if Dallas wants to really make some noise, they should take game two. But I feel like the Clippers, my gut, I mean, I, I don't want to tip my hand, but I think the Clippers will come out and take care of business in uh, game three. I think they, I would think they would end that one in six at, at worst. And then uh, tonight the Lakers are shutting up all the haters. Yeah, they're up big, right? Yeah, up 66-41 right now. Couple, couple yeah, credit to me for holding off on the Blazers. Yeah, no, I, you know, it's they're still the Lakers. We, like I said, with, like I said, the Lakers, man, we really didn't know. We know who the Lakers are, but we didn't, we haven't seen them. That's why we were kind of like iffy on them. Yeah. So, but no, it's one of those series. It's one of those series where you know the Blazers are big underdogs. They come out in Game One and steal it, and you just got to try not to overreact. Yeah. And the Lakers come out and they're doing what they're doing yeah. and taking care of business. Now it's a, it's a series. I, I think it could be a series. I. I I said from the start, you know, a week ago, whenever it was, the Blazers, I think they'll force a game six. Um, but people, you know, I think people definitely got a little ahead of themselves. Like, the Lakers are still the best team in the West for a reason. Yeah. And, um, 
You know, I think I think I think the Blazers have a chance to make this a, a lengthy series. But you know, Lakers are doing what they're supposed to do. They're coming out and they're putting their, you know, their foot on the throat for game uh, game two. Yeah, I was trying to think like one of these teams, Blazers or the Magic, trying to make them the uh, ninth. What was it? The... Yeah, season was already kind of settled out who was the best, who wasn't. Like the Knicks were a much better team than they were. Uh, seated, so like right, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. A, it, it's just, this is a much different season, so I don't think I was after the after they both lost. I'm like, oh, wait a second, maybe there's like a little mix type magic here from '99. Uh, but I mean, the, the 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 Lakers are way too good for that. Uh, you would think. No, I mean, you know, I mean, you never know. I mean, but I'm not I'm not saying the Blazers can't win the series. I'm just if, saying if, if any team, if either team is the Knicks, it's the Blazers and not the Magic. And that's fair. No, it's but, not. And I think the Magic can win another game. Maybe it's just you know it's yeah. Bucks have a lot of. It's not that Bucks easy. Bucks have a lot of holes, man. They yeah. do. They do have holes. It's just you know it's, it's not going to be that easy. Like the Bucks came out and took care of business like they should. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yep. That's it. That's the NBA NBA playoff wrap up right there. So there you go. Tomorrow, uh, we look at the Celtics. Two teams that game for me. And uh, you got your, oh, you, yeah. got, you got your jazz. So we'll have an idea. Uh, my jazz. We'll have, we'll have an idea by uh, uh, when my game starts. If I'm, I got a lot of work to do, or if I just need to uh, coast to an over or something. <laughs> All right, Andy. That's I think it. that's going to do it for Sunday poor for this week. Got anything you want to say? Yeah. No, just stick with us. Uh, follow us at Sunday Pour the Twitter. We were ice cold early. We had a good day yesterday. Now we're like splitting the difference. So stick with us, and uh, we will talk to you next Get week. Get hot this weekend, Ant. All right? I'll talk to you, kid. Got it. Thanks All for right. listening, everybody. stuff man all right uh lakers up 26 points that was a good bet tonight nice job nice job i didn't oh, take right? it <laughs> <laughs> 27 points no i was actually gonna lean towards the blazers but then i saw the everyone was on the blazers and i was like ah yeah yeah come on you they, they got game one you gotta think that lakers will come out firing game two yeah. Right, so I took Calgary instead. So we'll see. <laughs> Hasn't even started nice. yet. <laughs> yeah, you can't. I mean, you you could think that the Blazers are gonna take down the Lakers, but they're not gonna fucking sweep them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I think we could see a game six. Yeah. 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 Make it a, potentially make it a, game make seven. Make it a series. Yeah, I would love a game seven between one and eight. That'd be great. Oh yeah. So. Anthony Davis, twenty-three and nine tonight. We got uh, let's see, draft one week and a day. Yep, venues are getting narrowed down. We'll see what we can do coming up. Uh, let's see. We got to figure out. Well, we got to figure out. 
we need to do, we need to do expansion draft or so the expansion draft the night right night of. We'll to, well, uh yeah oh yeah yeah you gotta do that the night of with with an audience. How do we yeah. how do we decide who picks first and who picks second in the expansion draft? Flip a coin. That's it. Just a coin flip. The the Greek the Greek is the road team. He calls in okay. the air, right? I guess yeah. And then think. and then whoever wins the toss gets to either pick first or second. They their choice. Wow, wow. All right, yeah. Simple as yeah. that. Very simple. Um, okay, there it is. There you have it. <laughs> and then we got to figure out. Then I don't know how to do. So then for. Finding out their position in the draft, we keep our position as is. Yeah, and then just have that. Just put put uh, three through ten or two through ten, depending, in a hat and have them pick. I think so. Yeah, I think that's the best. That's like the fairest way. I don't want one thing in the second pick though. What should it be? Yeah. So you're saying? I don't know. I, I so they, I don't. I don't want to give. I don't want to fuck them either. Like they should pick somewhere. They should probably pick someplace in the middle. But I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give them number one pick, <laughs> a number two pick. And I don't want. And I feel like if they get ten, that's not really fair either. Although, not the end of the world. No, I mean, they're getting a keeper. Yeah, yeah. Do you look at the list? It's, it's not. I did look at the list. Yeah, it's not too bad. They'll get somebody. It's not. It's not a great list, though. It's not a great list, but they'll get somebody. I, there's a. I mean, I have two keepers on my team that I'm deciding between. Yeah. yeah. I just gave it away. We have to cut that out. Nope. Now one of them's gonna pick my. I'll beep it out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, you're. I mean, we're an expansion team, so go fuck yourself. That's the way fair I look enough, at fair it. Fair enough. Yeah, they'll be all right. They'll get somebody. There's a lot. Jacksonville Jaguars weren't good their first yeah, year. Yeah, they were. They were pretty good. Well, that was their that was their second oh, okay. year. It was that sec- them and the Panthers like the second or third year. They went. They were each in the conference championship game. Yeah, you got to take your lumps, I guess. I made the playoffs. Kerry Collins. I made the playoffs. Well, no, I wasn't an expansion team though. I was. Uh, I get, I took over somebody's awful team. I made the playoffs. <laughs> uh, I guess that league's probably not happening. Uh, the, what league the is that? PK league. Oh no! Is it? Oh, the football. Yeah, yeah. I haven't got. Oh wow! I haven't, got, haven't gotten anything. No, I've not reached out either though. Maybe you just got booted. Who's who runs it? Is uh, uh I don't know that. It's not the Greek, is it? It might be. Yeah, it is him, I think. Yeah, it is him. Well, that, ex- that explains yeah. it. Hey, did you ever use you ever use this thing called Let Go? <clears throat> Let yeah, Go? It's an app. Uh, it's an app where you can, like, sell shit. Uh, it's like, uh, what do you call it? The, can you just do that on Facebook or whatever it's called? A Craigslist or whatever? Uh, so I did. Yeah. Again, had like a car bed, and uh, wanted to sell it. I mean, I was either sell it or throw it out. So I was like, yeah, let me see. Let me see if I can just get like fifty bucks for it, whatever. So this guy texts me today. I've had it up there for a day. The guy texts me today on the app, and he's like, he's like, what if I, what if, what if we do twenty, 
and I come pick it up today. I'm like, no, nah, I'd rather throw it out than get 20 bucks for it. Like 50 is like something, you know, like 20. Yeah. Come on. Like I'd rather just throw it out. So I was like, no, nah, I wouldn't do that. I'd rather call the FBI on you for buying a car bed. You fucking yeah, seriously. sell it for 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So I'm like, I don't know. I didn't get this app to haggle. It was 50 bucks. I was looking for, I was looking to this fucking drive to somebody's house, dump it off, and get rid of it. Instead of, instead of, no, I've, 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 I've dealt with these people, not me directly, but my fiance has the uh, Facebook. I think it's called Mark. Is it Facebook Marketplace? Is that Maybe. something? I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Facebook something where you kind of like could put something on for sale. Yeah. And it is such a pain in the ass dealing with those people. No, I just want somebody. I mean, these people will they'll text you. They'll message you and say they want it. And you text them back. They don't hear from them for two hours. And if you do hear from them. They'll say, oh, yeah, we'll be there in 10 minutes. They don't show up. They don't call. It's just such a pain. You got people house. coming to your house, too? Oh, I've had people come oh, to my that house. That sucks. Yeah, it does I suck. Know. I don't know if I really want that. I just want to meet them. In, I want to meet them at, like, one of those uh, parking rides or something. A couple weeks ago, someone, well, I don't know if it was a week ago or a month ago, someone came and picked something up. I don't remember what it, what it was. Well, I kind like of remember there being there for football one day and somebody coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, came during breakfast, and I was like, motherfucker, <laughs> eggs on the fucking stove, I had to go down there with her, you know, to make sure the guy wasn't uh, fucking Dahmer. <laughs> Shit. Jesus. Yeah, uh, it's great. I just throw the thing out. I'm going to tell him, I'm going to tell that guy, if the guy wanted to get 20 bucks for it, if I end up just throwing it out, I'd be like, yeah, it's all yours, because you got to go to three different dumps to find pieces of it. Yeah, it's like cleaver. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, man. On that note, but did not see that come. Hey, when you could reference cleaver, the night is a win. I'll uh, look any excuse to reference cleaver. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Took Kingsley to acting school. (laughs) Ben Kingsley took Danny, I know, Danny Baldwin (laughs) took Ben Kingsley to fucking acting school. (laughs) Oh man, Bob <laughs> Fongul. Uh, all right, good shit, man. I'll get I'll get all this right. up. Send it out. All right, I'll perfect. talk to you later. See it.